This is The Social Geek Radio Network. special episode of Social Geek IFE Unplugged, recorded live in the podcast zone at the International Franchise Expo 2023 in New York City. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliari. Today we're talking with more franchise leaders, including Eric Johnson of the U.S. Department of Commerce, Sarah Moritz of Flower Power Kids Cooking Studios, Brandon Nielsen from The Dog Stop, and MFE Expo's Dana Stein. episode is brought to you by Answer Connect, Hughes, and the discussion starts next after I grab another hot cup of Big B coffee. Big B coffee started with a single store in Michigan in March of 1995. One year later, on a handshake, Bob Fish and Michael McFall decided to franchise the concept. Big B is on a mission to become 100% farm direct bringing a name, a face, and a place to every cup of coffee served through the One Big Island in Space initiative. Interested in owning your own Big B Coffee? Begin building a life you love with Big B Coffee by visiting BigBFranchising.com. Joining me next is Eric Johnson from the U.S. Commercial Service. Eric, how are you today? Doing great today. How are you? I am terrific. You just got off the stage here at the IFE inside the Javits Center. Uh, you had a presentation today. What was the subject matter? So we were discussing how to navigate various resources by U.S. government, talking about uh, matchmaking resources for franchisors going abroad, how they can also globalize their websites, and how they can get uh, funding assistance from the Export-Import Bank. Now, there were probably some people in the audience who said, wait a second, there are some resources from the U.S. government. They're actually going to help me with, with <laughs> growing my business. Tell right. me about some of these resources, and, and what are the things that are most popular right now for people to tap into? Uh, absolutely. So we're basically known as one of the best-kept secrets of the U.S. government. U.S. Commercial Service uh, provides... Um, matchmaking for franchisors that are looking for well-qualified candidates in markets around the world, as far and diverse as Mozambique, Saudi Arabia, Indonesia, practically anywhere where it's legally available for you to export to, we can help in that regard. Uh, Other well-kept secrets, so the U.S. uh, Department of Commerce does provide funding through state governments, something called the Step Grant Program, that can be utilized for Coming to trade shows that have an international component like IFE. Mm-hmm. And so much international here. I know it's the International Franchise Expo, but it feels like the last few years, uh, we, we've, it's become much more focused on just inside the U.S. And it feels like now, obviously with the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, uh, being over, it feels like now we're back to really having a focus on international here. Do you know how many, how many countries are represented at the show this year? Any idea? I want to say it's a little over 40 that are represented wow. here, wow. and we have 10 official uh, 
delegations led by our staff that are quite big. Excellent. So um, if people are interested in learning more about some of these resources, like I said, I, I think a lot of people aren't even aware of what's out there. Where can they first go to, to try to find if there is something that, that might be a good fit for what they need? I think the first place to look at is our website, uh, www.export.gov backslash franchising. Okay. It'll take you direct into our team. It uh, will give you direct linkage to myself. Always happy to hear from anybody in this industry. Help them navigate who their local account manager will be and give an overview of the services we provide. Excellent. Anything um, that's on your mind as far as the franchise space growing this year? Um, any sort of outlook on, on where we're going? Are, are things flattening out and staying sort of level, or do you see a lot of growth happening this year and next year? You know, I really don't think anything's going to flatten out or level out. I think it's only going to grow. I think there were so many companies around the world that held on to money during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. They're now willing to invest. They're really looking to diversify. And even during challenging times, whether it's a recession, inflation, or a pandemic, franchising is still very bankable. It's much greater to mitigate risk. Mm -hmm. People are very keen. Very good. Before we go, give us that website again where people can find some resources. www.export.gov backslash franchising. Very good. Eric, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you, and we look forward to seeing you again real soon. Sounds great. Thanks so much. Thank you. Now we're chatting with Sarah Marich. She's the president of Flower Power Studios. Sarah, how are you? I am good. How are you? I am great. Uh, Flower Power is a little new to me, so tell me about the brand. It, it yeah. looks really exciting. Yes, it is. It is very exciting. Uh, so we are a cooking studio franchise, and we offer culinary experiences for anybody from the age of two and a half to 99. So this isn't just kids. This is adults get in on this, too. That's correct. Yes. You wouldn't believe how many times we get responses on social media that said, well, this looks really fun for the kids. But what, can I come? Or like, well, it might be a little weird, you know, because it's a camp. But we certainly have class offerings for you to attend. So, yes, it, it is for all ages. Got it. And uh, tell me about your footprint. How, how big is the system right now? Yeah, sure. So we do. We have 16 active locations. We'll have 18 by the end of the year. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're excited. We're uh, we're in eight states, and uh, we were based out of Davidson, North Carolina, and so majority of our uh, locations are around the um, southeast. You know, um, yeah, yeah. That area. And, that. and and is this brick and mortar, or is this something where the experience happens in other facilities and locations? Yeah, great question. So we do have a signature kitchen studio, so we are brick and mortar, uh, so people come to us. Uh, we mm -hmm. do have some mobile offerings, right? We have partnerships. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so all of our studios have, or the majority of our studios have two kitchens in them. And the interesting thing is that we're not a commercial kitchen, so we're residential. So mm. we aren't trying to um, bring an adult in and, and teach the adult how to be a chef or work at a Michelin star restaurant. We're just trying to make that adult really interesting at dinner parties. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely something I could use a little help with. <laughs> I, I, uh, I I struggle with 
doing cereal and milk, so maybe well, maybe you can help me with there's that. A, so. Yes, we, we, we have people that come in with all skill levels, uh, but it's important uh, to note that we don't require any type of culinary skills in order to come in, right? We say all are welcome to our table. Got it. Is there a particular type of dish or style that, that people seem to flock to and that that has become kind of a signature or anything like that? Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's usually Italian, all things Italian. Of course. It is, I mean, why, why not? Because right. it's carbs and it's delicious. <laughs> uh, for kids, it's pizza. You cannot of go course. wrong. If they you make pizza, especially making dough, I mean, that is, uh, they absolutely love it. And it's really entertaining to watch as well because that stuff gets everywhere, right? Yeah. Uh, but they absolutely love it. They love to make pizza, calzones, pasta. We do have a pasta-making class. We have uh, pierogi competitions, making competitions, right? So, yes, anything with carbs is a, a big, a big right. hit. And, but, yeah. and we really should not have done this interview right before lunch because no, 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 now right. I'm, really, I'm really starting yeah. to feel it. Um, <laughs> tell me a little bit more about the brand and how it started and, and maybe what, what makes you a little bit different than some of those other concepts out there. Yeah, sure. So the brand uh, was actually founded in 2008. Mm -hmm. uh, the founder, uh, her name was Susan Caldwell. Uh, she actually lost a bunch of weight. She was on, um, through, uh, through eating well and, and uh, exercising, she was on People Magazine's Half My Size. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, and so what she did was she started to have these cooking classes that she would host uh, within uh, her local gym. And I, th if, if, and I think I have this right. If she's listening to this, sorry, Susan, if, I, if I've missed any of these details. But apparently that got so popular, she started doing it out of her home. And then that's popularity grew. And so she actually decided, hey, I think I have a business here. So she opened up her own location, did really well, right? I think she opened up one or two additional locations. And then she finally decided to franchise in 2015. You know, that's like the best story in franchising is when people are out there saying, how did you do that? Yeah. It's like, well, let me show you how I do it. Yes, right? yeah. It's a, a lot of the reactions that we get when people either come to the booth or come to one of our studios is, why didn't I think of this? Yeah. This is not that hard. <laughs> like, what? Right. Why? You know? So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, well, it's, it's very not popular. The, it's not the thinking of it. It's the executing it and putting right. putting the business together. And I, and, yep. and I, don't, I don't know that everyone sees the work that goes into some of these quote-unquote lucky concepts that take off, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It is It is a labor of love, and it's not for the faint of heart. Um, there, I mean, I can tell you there's not a studio owner on the planet right now that we have uh, that is not uh, a little tired, so our summer camp's just kicked <laughs> off. And if you're ever on your feet for eight to ten hours a day, it's one thing. I mean, I certainly, you know, manual labor, very respectable. Uh, but it's a whole other level when you're dealing with children as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and then parents can add sometimes <laughs> a really interesting uh, layer yeah. to that as well. But, yeah, it is uh, It is not for the faint of heart. And plus we have, um, you know, we have ingredients that go along with all these things. We have lesson plans. Mm. So you're kind of equal parts um a kind of a fill-in chef um, and, a, and a grade school teacher all in one and that's a superpower in and of itself yeah. and you're doing this you know for several several hours a day so yeah it is it is not easy but it is well worth it well worth it and and it sounds like the business is going very well tell me something that you're really proud of about this business or being in franchising mm -hmm. or you know your business in general what makes you proud yeah so the act of cooking in and of itself, there's a lot of published research around this at this point, but um, the act of cooking has shown that it has really, really positive impacts on human beings. So it increases feelings of well-being, it decreases stress, anxiety, depression, it increases mindfulness. Um, you talk about um, 
memories that are made. I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of times when we think about memories growing up, a lot of those happen in the kitchen or around a kitchen sure, table, sure. right? We have grandmothers or grandfathers or, you know, aunts, uncles, moms, dads that taught us how to cook, right? So it's um, it's feelings of nostalgia kind of, you know, on steroids when you're in a kitchen setting. And so I, I think that the thing that we hang our hat on, I don't think I know, um, is the positive impact that we have on communities. So when people come in and they get to experience not only um, that freedom that comes with being able to be more independent, right, when you're a child learning how to do more things in the kitchen, uh, but also when adults experience and say, hey, like, this actually this was fun but 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 i feel good leaving it's kind of like going to yoga yeah. you know you're yeah. like hey i feel like yeah. gumby this is great you know <laughs> the same kind of things because it's engaging so many areas of the brain i mean cooking is equal parts science right in an art in and of itself and so it's just it's very engaging but it's very rewarding especially for studio owners because they see the kid before the light bulb goes off and they want to come back again and again because they're learning and they're proud of themselves because here's the thing not all kids, right, or adults for that matter, are going to be good at the sexy things like the sports, right, that I, that I think a lot of society really puts a lot of importance on. Um, some of them are just, that's simply not going to be a thing, or they're not going to be, you know, a, a straight A student. But here's the thing everybody is going to cook eventually, right? So there's a 1% chance uh, that somebody is going to go into play in the professional leagues of any sport. There's a 100% chance that you will cook and eat for the rest of your life. Yeah. So, you know, we get to be a part of that experience, right? That positive experience. So, yeah, we're really, really proud of that. Very good. If anyone would like some information about the brand, where can we send them? Oh, sure. Yes, yeah, so you can go to flowerpowerstudios.com. And uh, you can check us out. You can get all the information there. We actually have a, of course, we have a franchise site as well that's, that's linked to that um, uh, to that website. And uh, they can get all the information they need. They can click a little, hey, tell me more, and our sales team will reach out and give them all the information they ever wanted. Excellent. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us here today. We will talk to you again soon. All right, cool. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hughes powers the networks that people and franchises everywhere depend on. Hughes enables franchises to attract and retain more customers and create consistent brand experiences across locations. And once the right network is in place, franchises can further use their existing equipment, like providing secure Wi-Fi for guests or deploying digital signage to engage customers. A secure, high-performing network can protect a franchise against data breaches and the harm they can cause the brand and business. Hughes is small enough to care, large enough to succeed. Reach out and find out how Hughes can become your networking partner. Call Carl Udler at 301-601-6427 or visit Hughes.com slash franchise. Now we're chatting with Brandon Nielsen. He's the Director of Franchise Development for The Dog Stop. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I assume we're talking pets here, right? Yeah, mainly dogs. Okay. Mainly dogs, yeah. What, what do we do with the dogs at the Dog Stop? Yeah, so the Dog Stop is the only uh, all-inclusive dog facility in franchising. So we do everything all under one roof, uh, dog boarding, doggy daycare, grooming, retail, and training, all nice. under one roof. Nice. Yeah. How long has the brand been around, and how long has it been franchising? Uh, the first, we're based out of Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one opened up in 2009. 
And then we started franchising the brand in 2014. Okay, got it. And uh, and how long have you been with the company? I first started working with the Dog Stop back in 2017. Mm -hmm. So I've been here a few years. Okay, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and we'll, I want to learn a little bit more about the brand, but tell me a bit about your journey. What were you doing before that and what led you to the Dog Stop? So I started in franchise development uh, back in 2002. Okay. So I've been doing this a while now. Yeah. And... Um, I've been in a lot of different industries over the years, a lot of different franchise industries, uh, senior home care, food. Uh, in fact, I was in dog training for a while before I hit, uh, got affiliated with the Dog Stop. And um, I actually got connected with Jesse, who's the founder and CEO of the company, through a, a consultant, a franchise consultant. And uh, we hit it off, and it's been great ever since. Yeah, Excellent. it's been a great relationship. Excellent. So it really feels like you've got a, a turnkey situation there, like everything under one roof. Is there anything else about the brand that you know you're, you're particularly fond of that that really makes it stand out among the the crowds? Because there, there's a lot of pet brands out there. These there days. is, yeah, especially these days. I mean, the industry is absolutely booming yeah. right now. It is. I've never seen anything like it. I would say that. Our industry is one of those considered to be recession resistant by far. Uh, people will spend money on their dogs. Uh, people will also spend money on their kids and their <laughs> yeah. aging parents. They're, we know this, right? And that's, yeah. this is one of the industries where people will spend their money. Um, one of the things that we talk a lot about when we talk with people, uh, prospective franchisees about our brand is the, the, the services that we provide uh, the demand for these services outweighs the supply. Mm. So there's not enough of these places out there anywhere across the country right now to meet the demand. And we're seeing it everywhere we go. It's absolutely crazy. Um, That's a nice business to buy. Into oh, yeah. These days. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, a lot of happy franchisees. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, the dog stop is un not only unique in the sense that we are the only one stop shop out there, but we also are still privately owned. So we are, one of the things we talk a lot about with people, besides being the only one-stop shop, is that we are still owned and operated by dog people to mm. the core, mm. right? So very much dog-centered uh, people as compared to some of the other ones that are not really not that way anymore. It's right. a very different feel right. um, as compared to what it feels like with us, for yeah. sure. Tell me about your potential franchisee. What makes a, a great, successful franchisee for you and and and, and who are those people? What are some of their Man, traits? Our franchisees, you know, if we take a look at all the ones we have, they come from all walks of life. And we have people that have never owned a business in their lives, right? This is their, this is literally their first stint into business ownership. Uh, we have people that own, uh, we have a guy in Louisiana that owns 20 businesses, right? So they, they come from all walks of life. I would say mainly they're people that are tired of corporate America. They're tired of work, working in corporate America, dealing with that every day, and they want to kind of take, you know, quote unquote, their destiny into their own hands. And, and uh, I, I will tell you one thing that brings everybody together, though, that is the common thing with everybody is the dogs. Yeah. Like it is. Absolutely. It 100% yeah. is. I mean, yeah. you don't, uh, listen, you don't have to own a dog to be a part of our business. But you got to love dogs. Yeah. If you don't love dogs, it's not it's not worth it. You know, we're here at the IFE in New York City, and and the thing that I've noticed the most over the past couple of years since the pandemic is the number of dogs in New York yeah, City. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't right? it? Right. And, and, you know, we used to see a lot more cops on the street. <laughs> Unfortunately, not maybe quite as many, but 
Wow, do we see a lot more dogs oh, yeah. in New York City. Yeah. Everywhere you go in Midtown Manhattan, Well, I've noticed it just dog. walking around. I just can't yeah. believe it. I mean, I notice it because I'm in the dog industry, yeah. and they are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I notice it because I'm one of those people who got a puppy during the pandemic. Yeah, like right? most people. Like most people. Yeah, that's right. and, and definitely most people in New York, man, the dogs are taking over. Yeah. And it's great to see. Yeah. So, so I think it kind of goes back to... That's not just a New York thing. That's an American thing. That's right. Uh, probably a global thing. And, and there's there's no lack of, no. of people out there with dogs for your franchisees 100%, to 100%. have a great business. Uh, as we wrap up here today, Brandon, tell me this. Of everything you're doing with the Dog Stop, and, and maybe in franchising in general, what are you most proud of? I would say that most franchise companies would probably say how well their franchisees are doing. Um, and we are very proud of that. I mean, we are, we're thriving. That, that's the best way to look at it. We are thriving. Um, all of our franchisees are doing well. Um, it, it's, it's a very exciting time to be in this industry right now. I would say the thing, though, that I'm the most proud of is our relationship with our franchisees. Hmm. It's very, uh, you know, I've been in the business for 21 years, and I've seen... I've seen a lot. I've yeah. seen a lot of franchises. I've been involved with a lot of franchises. And some relationships may be uh, better than others. Correct. <laughs> and, and, and I will tell you that the relationship that we have with our franchise owners is very different here. It's it, it, The best way to th- think about it, it's almost like a family-type atmosphere. Yeah. We're yeah. very close to our people. Um, yeah. I, I would say at the end of the day, just that's, that's the thing that's impressed me the most is the relationship that we have with our franchise owners. They, they absolutely love... The, the team, the, the leadership team, um, we take care of them. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt about it. We, yeah. we help them with everything, everything, That's and they love so me. good to Very hear. close. Yeah, um, love hearing that story. Brandon, if anyone would like some more information on the Dog Stop, or maybe they have some questions for you directly, yeah. where can we send them? Uh, you can go to our website. is uh, just uh, www.thedogstop.com. And they can fill out the form there. That goes directly to me. Their information will go straight to me. If they want to email me directly, it's just Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, at thedogstop.com. Excellent. Send me information. Brandon, thanks for being here, and we will look forward to chatting again with you down the road. My pleasure. Thank you. And we are still live in the podcast zone at IFE 2023 in the Javits Center in New York City. Joining me now is Dana Stein. Dana, what's going on? Hey, Jack. How are you? I am great. I'm a little exhausted, but it's been an energetic day. We're wrapping up right now. You can probably hear the walls coming down inside the Javits Center. But I, I just wanted to wrap up with you and say, first of all, great show, man. This Thank is terrific. Sir. I appreciate that. Everybody I've talked to is really happy. Uh, lots of great conversations. Lots of potential franchise owners talking to franchisors. What what's your takeaway so far? I agree with that statement. I, I think that you know this is the place to kind of meet with you know potential candidates in, in certain markets. So absolutely, thank thank you for you know the, the, the kudos. Yeah, I think um, if anybody didn't realize it, I think franchising is back and franchise development is back, and and these expo events are definitely back. So, uh, what's coming up next? Where are we going to be? And, and when and how can how can people join in on this fun here if you're a sure, franchisor? Uh, absolutely. So our next show is in um, our Franchise Expo South in Fort Lauderdale, uh, September 8th and 9th. Um, and then following that, we have our West event that's going to be in L.A. in April, April uh, 12th and 13th. 
And we'll be back in New York uh, in May, May uh, 30th to June uh, 1st and 24th. Wow. So a year from now, we'll be back here. But right. my friend, I will see you in Fort Lauderdale. Any further thoughts on, on what's what's up with the expos and franchising and everything else? Any Anything else you want to share with the folks? I mean, just to your point, I mean, it's good to be back. I mean, it's really there's nothing like, you know, face to face interactions, shaking people's hands and, you know, getting to see them, you know, and uh, we love it. So, it, you know, thank you for everything and thank you for your support. And uh, we're here, you know, for the franchise community. All right, man. Thanks very much. We will see you coming up in Fort Lauderdale. Awesome. Thanks, Jack. Before we go, a quick word from Answer Connect. Everyone has a phone, but not everyone is answering the phone correctly. When you spend marketing dollars to grow your business, you cannot afford to miss any calls or answer the phone with, hey, Answer Connect is open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to support new business, current clients, or urgent calls, and they send messages to you immediately. They integrate with many of today's popular CRMs, taking advantage of technology and taking one more thing off your to-do list. In addition to taking calls, they set appointments, follow up on potential clients via form fill inquiries, and make outbound calls for reinvigoration campaigns. Let Answer Connect work in your business so you can work on your business. Call Answer Connect at 800-584-0234. That's 800-584-0234. Or visit answerconnect.com slash franchise. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. Your comeback of a lifetime starts now. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.